Welcome to the all-new Home Run on Wheels podcast, chronicling a baseball trip of a lifetime while bringing awareness to the needs of children across the country. My name is Ron Clements, a longtime sports writer formerly of CBS Sports and the Sporting News. Alongside me today are my wife, Patty. Say hello, Patty. Hello, Patty. (laughs) And the CEO of Children's Hope Alliance, Celeste Dominguez. Hello, everyone. So let's tell people a bit about what we're doing and how we got where we are. I'm a sports writer, so I can pretty much do what I do from anywhere. But my wife and I got married last March, so coming up on our anniversary, babe. And uh, we went on our honeymoon, and we came back from our honeymoon, and she started a new job, which was a working remotely. And uh, she's an IT project manager, and she works from home. So it was July. She walks out of the office and was like, you know, I could do this anywhere. And I'm sitting there on the couch, and I was like, yeah. So we kicked around the idea, and it kind of came to, like, the idea of, well, we should go to a, every baseball stadium next uh, this year. And so then it was like, well, that's a pretty good idea. So fast forward a couple months, and it's September, and we are in Concord, North Carolina, having dinner with Celeste. Celeste and Patty are good friends, and uh, we told Celeste about the trip. And it was either Patty or Celeste. You girls remember who came up with the idea of, or who suggested? We, we should. Make a team. I'm sure it was both of us that came up it together. Somebody said, wouldn't it be cool if you could take a kid to a game? Well, that has evolved to where we are now working with other groups across the country to try to bring groups of kids to a game and give some kids in the foster system, maybe kids who have been abused, just give these kids a positive experience that they'll remember for a lifetime. So that is what we are doing. So who are we? Well, I already told you a little bit about me. I'm a Wisconsin native and uh, love baseball. Fell in love with baseball in 1982. We'll get to that uh, in a bit. My wife, Patty, and I met in St. Louis. She was working at Anheuser-Busch, making the beer, as her uh, friend Angela says. (laughs) And uh, big-time St. Louis Cardinals fan. So that's me and Patty. Celeste. Tell us about yourself and Children's Hope Alliance, please. So let's see. I've been doing this work for about 29 years, um, working with children and families. It really has been my whole career. Um, I've been here at Children's Hope Alliance for 16 and a half years now. Um, I came here specifically to help this company, uh, which was then called Barium Springs Home for Children. It was a 115-year-old orphanage. And we were looking to do different things, innovative things with children and families, meeting unmet needs, figuring out how to help them connect, bringing them out of the group homes and into the community and partnering with the community, Um, really exposing them just to life in a much bigger and broader way. And so um, when I came here, we had four group homes. We served 174 children that year. Um, 16 years later, we have about four times that many group homes, and we served 3,600 kids last year. Wow. Um, not just in those group home settings. We really did the bigger and bolder. We went to community-based. We went to foster care. We do most of our stuff um, in outpatient clinics and in folks' homes so that those children can stay together with their families. That is pretty cool. Now, you're a San Diego native, yep. right? So grew up a Padres fan, I Absolutely assume? a Padres fan, yes. So how, how old were you like when you went to your first Padres game? 
You know, I think uh, even though I didn't live but maybe 10 miles from the stadium my whole life, I didn't actually start going to games until I was in high school and got really into sports and cheerleading, um, got to go to the games. We got to demonstrate our cheers there. You know, we got to do fun stuff um, during the breaks and stuff. So it was really – I was a high schooler when I started going and became a real fan. I lived near the stadium when I went to college at the University of San Diego, and we used to walk every day to the stadium – and my girlfriend and I actually would walk to the games on a regular basis. So that's when we became big fans, I would say. So that first time you were, I mean, that was Jack Murphy Stadium at the time. Yep. So the first time you were at the Murph as a teenager in high school, because we're, we're, we're taking these, these, these kids to baseball games. So yep. that, that, that first time you're on the field and you're, you're cheering in front of this, this big crowd for a Padres game. How big of a thrill was that for you and, and, and your friends? Huge. Huge, right? This is like... You feel special. You feel like this is something, it's beautiful. You see the grass. You see everybody's excited. They do all these fun games. Um, every, you know, lots of things to engage the crowd. You just feel like uh, it's just a special, exciting thing. And quite honestly, it's an, it's an experience that most of our children here at the Children's Hope Alliance and the children that we serve in the community, they don't have those kinds of experiences. They can't afford them. They don't have access to them. Um, it's just it's a it's a treat that they just don't get to experience unless somebody helps them get there. And that is exactly what we're trying to do and reaching out to n not just the different mark, uh, different organizations in different MLB markets, but also trying to get those uh, organizations to get a donation of tickets so that we can bring kids to games um, and they can meet a player or two. Uh, you, you ever had a brush with a sports celebrity? Yes. Um, uh, you know, none that I recall by name, but I know even now, right? And I'm quite a bit older than a high school at this point in my <laughs> life. Um, but the the excitement of going down and holding your ball out and having your pen ready and having somebody just take the time that you see on television or you see, right? They're a big deal. You watch them on the big screen there as you're watching the game. To have them take the time to say, hey, I'm glad you're here and sign your ball or sign your cap or, you know, sign your shirt. Really, really exciting stuff. So, well, now I fell in love with baseball when I was eight years old. Kind of got my heart broken too, though, because I'm from Wisconsin, like I said before, and I uh, grew up a Brewers fan. And the Brewers, and we're in the World Series in 1982. And uh, I mean, I remember that that team from left to right in the outfield: Ben Ben Ogilvy, Gorman Thomas, Charlie Moore. And you had the infield of Paul Molitor, Hall of Famer, Robin Yount at shortstop, Hall of Famer, uh, Jim Gantner at second. Uh, but Cecil Cooper should be in the Hall of Fame at first base. Ted Simmons, catcher, should be in the Hall of Fame. And uh, uh, <laughs> Pete Vukovic won the Cy Young that year. Raleigh Fingers won the Cy Young and the MVP the year before. He was the closer. That was just such a great team. Moose Haas was on the pitching staff. How can you not like a guy named Moose? But then they get to the World Series. Paul Molitor has a great series, but they lost to the St. Louis Cardinals. And uh, I have hated the Cardinals ever since. And somehow I fell in love with a Cardinals fan. I don't know how the hell that happened. But... Uh, <laughs> I'm betting she can name more players than you can, but that's for another day, I guess. <laughs> so, um, but so I want to, I've told you about my baseball memory, Celeste. So, uh, Patty, what is your like, you know, wh when did you fall in love with baseball? So, I'll say that my first time going to a baseball game, I probably didn't pay attention to the game at all because I was in eighth grade and we took a field trip from Peoria, Illinois to St. Louis, Missouri to see the Cardinals in the Old Bush Stadium, what's now called the Old Bush Stadium, right? Um, and, you know, we were running around. I remember kind of running around in the back and 
at the stands and going and seeing everything and talking to people. I can't tell you anything about the game itself. But then I grew up and I moved to St. Louis. And St. Louis, if anybody who's been to St. Louis, is from St. Louis, knows St. Louis is a baseball town. That's really when I fell in love with baseball was when I moved to St. Louis. And, you know, that was the thing you went out and did. You go out with your friends, you go to a game, or you go watch the game at, at another establishment or at somebody's house. You hang out and it's a common thread. Like, hey, what's going on with the Cardinals today? Who's playing? Gotta love Yadier Molina, you know, all that good stuff. So that's really when I fell in love with it. And then, though, my best memory, I would say, is when I got the opportunity when I was working for Anheuser-Busch, I got to audition. We had to submit a tape to audition to sing the national anthem at a Cardinals game. And so Anheuser-Busch had their family day there that day. Everybody was there. And, you know, me and 40,000 plus of my friends, I got to go down on the field and sing the national anthem in front of all those people. That was awesome. That's something I will never forget, obviously. And um, also, my parents were able to go to the game um, with me. And my Uncle Bill, who's a longtime Cardinals fan as well, was able to go. And he actually got to sit with me. We had tickets right behind the dugout. It was great, and I love that memory, and will always cherish that. And then I actually got to sing again the following year. Um, They had somebody else sing the national anthem, but I got to sing God Bless America instead. So I got to sing once in the old Bush Stadium and once in the new Bush Stadium. And it's just amazing, just the experience. And I really do love going to the games and wearing my Cardinal shoes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Patty and her high-heeled Cardinal shoes. Um so and uh, the when she says new Bush Stadium, she means the current Bush Stadium. But uh, when you were thir- thirteen in, in eighth grade, um, you got to go to your first baseball game. Celeste kind of described her experience when she was in high school. But w- what was that like for you as a kid in a major league baseball stadium? Well, again, coming from Peoria, Illinois, um, and I wasn't a big baseball fan, but just the experience of coming to you know St. Louis compared to Peoria is a big city. And going in there, um, you know, you got a bus full of kids that are being harangued around. So (laughs) that's a little bit different. But, you know, just going in there and seeing all the sights and the fact that it's in downtown right there and you can see downtown St. Louis, you could see the arch, all of that experience. That's what I thought was really fun and being able to experience that with my friends and and the chaperones I don't think anybody from my family went on that trip but you know just being able to have that experience with my friends and you know families etc it's it's just really at least fun I mean I don't know what else to say yeah picture that I can still picture it I can picture the grass picture the lights picture the big signs the fun hear all of the noises right and smell the food that that you get at the base it just stays with you and that's what we're hoping to create with these kids along our trip. And uh, Celeste, what's the importance of, of just having kids active in sports and uh, living in an active lifestyle in general? So we know, right, um, a lot more than we used to about kids, right? Playing, being outside, it was just about the thing that you do. It's about living a healthy life. But we know 
more than that those experiences they change your brain development they change your ability to connect with other people they change your sense of safety when you feel connected when you do sports when you're part of a team or you get to see a team it truly changes the way that you see and perceive the world around you and it changes the way you interact with it it's not just something to do it's a fabulous something to do don't get me wrong it's just fun you know for the sake of fun but it does more to heal children than people realize and here's a little more on that from adam hicks of children's hope alliance Did you know there are enough kids in foster care to fill the rosters of almost 1,500 MLB teams and their entire farm systems? We need more foster parents. Visit childrenshopealliance.org to learn more. Thanks, Adam. We're back. Ron Clements with my wife, Patty, and Celeste Dominguez, the CEO of Children's Hope Alliance. Celeste, with that active lifestyle that you want to promote with kids, what are the parents' roles in that? So... Let me just tell you first, right? We have children that are here that have families that are also going through treatment and healing so that the children can go back home. So one of the things that can happen is actually a really healthy experience. So, right, you heard Patty talk about how important it was for her uncle to be there, for her family to be there, for her friends to be there. It's the same for our children. It's a way to connect with your family that just helps you celebrate something positive together. So being a part of that right just the experience of being with your family at a game or having the opportunity to do that is huge lots of our children though they have foster families or they need to um, spend time away from their family so it gives those kids that are in out-of-home care an experience with a staff member a professional person that also helps them just to connect to an adult um, in a fun safe just really sort of healing way to have an experience together that's so overwhelming that stays in your mind that you can just talk about it. So like when Patty said, you know, friends, you start talking about and you keep up about the cards, you know, what are they doing? What do you know? It's another thing that helps connect children to the world. They're not just in this bubble of hurt that they have, right? They're in our care. Um, other agencies that are supporting y'all, they're in their services because they're hurting somehow. This brings them outside that and it gives you something to talk about and connect with people about that's positive, that's hopeful, that's happy, that's energizing. It's just very, very healing. And when we did leave uh, Barium Springs, we headed down to Florida, which is where, where we are now. And that is where our journey to bring this awareness that you talk about to try to heal the hurt and uh, give kids a positive experience. That's where it's starting down here in Florida, one of your favorite places. I love Florida. <laughs> Florida will be my forever home one day. <laughs> right on the beach. Yep. So number one of 30 on our MLB stadium tour will be Marlins Park on March 29th when the Marlins open the season against the Cubs. From there, we'll work our way up the East Coast into Canada before heading west all the way to Seattle and then down the Pacific Coast before we turn back east from your hometown of San Diego uh, through Phoenix and into Texas. And eventually, we will end the trip in the aforementioned St. Louis. That will be September all the while, people will be able to see RRV across 36 states with the Children's Hope Alliance logo and the Home Run on Wheels logo displayed. We want people to help kids find a safe environment in which to grow up. So, Celeste, how can people become involved? 
so many ways. Let me tell you this, right? Um, Children's Hope Alliance, we are partnering with you, and we love this initiative. Really, our heart is about getting the word out about children. Every state that you're going to be in, every city center that you're going to be in, there are agencies like ours that serve and support children that have needs, that have experienced trauma, um, trauma like abuse or neglect or um, some sort of life experience that's just really hurt them um, and caused them to need to take a step back. In every one of these towns, people can um, volunteer. They can help with this initiative, just bringing awareness by helping with the tickets, helping to celebrate what we're doing, helping to pass the word, um, you know, putting us on their Facebook page or their Instagram, taking a picture of y'all's RV as you're traveling by and just helping us get the word out. Um, for our specific agency, we have a um, text to donate option. Um, we have supporters all over the United States and in Canada. So we certainly encourage them and their friends and folks that you touch um, to reach out. Look up our agency on the web, www.childrenshopealliance.org. Um, and also access the text to donate piece so that we can touch more children's lives. And uh, to follow along this trip, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, um, download it. We'll be doing interviews with players, media members. Um, we're really going to focus on players who are already active in, in their community. And, uh, uh, and there are a lot of North Carolina natives playing Major League Baseball, too. So um, A lot of those players have a heart for children and children's services and what those children struggle from some of those players have actually experienced what our children have experienced so what an amazing story for a child that this is what you can go through and that's where you can land right this is really great influencing stuff and we really hope to to, to help some kids here and uh give kids a positive experience and uh celeste thank you for your time today i know you got a lot going on not just with our venture but uh, what other things do you have coming up this spring uh, lots of excitement. So I actually will be in Florida. Um, we'll see if I can link up with you guys. We have um, a large donor base that's in Florida, so I'm going to be doing some visits there. Um, I, you know, I'm only been the CEO here for four months, so I have a lot of activity to do in terms of being out in the community, getting to know folks, um, helping spread the word about what children need, not just in North Carolina but across the nation. Um, lots of things are going on there that people are going to be reading about in the paper. You know, there are 12,000 children in North Carolina alone that are in out-of-home care and need help. There are that many or more in the other states that y'all are going to. So um, I am just really excited about being a part of this now and going into your trip. I'll be following along. I'll be listening to the podcast and having you on my social media. Excellent. Thank you, Celeste. Patty, thank you for being here, too. And we're going to have fun this year, right? Absolutely. Let, let's this not forget to thank experience. her for tolerating you for the next so many days within eight square feet. Well, it's, it's a little bigger than that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, Thor wind sport. It's about 36 feet long. It's got it's got two slide outs. Oh, well, I mean, it, it's a nice RV um, and uh, it's got room enough so we won't be driving each other crazy in a, in, in a confined space. But uh, anyway, we are really looking forward to it. And I hope you guys follow along and enjoy the podcast Home Run on Wheels. Thank you. Thank you.